Hello and welcome to Meiwei's Chinese Medicine Matters podcast, where we share traditional Chinese medicine news, research, and topics relevant to TCM practitioners and students. I'm Lauren Koffel, and this episode is an interview with Sally Rappaport from our 2019 series on women's voices in traditional Chinese medicine. Sally has been practicing acupuncture and East Asian herbal medicine since 1998. She graduated from the Pacific College of Oriental Medicine in New York, after which she continued her education with many practitioners, including Sharon Weizenbaum, Yaren Seidman, and Ed Neal. Sally is board certified in acupuncture and Chinese herbology from the NCCAOM. For years, Sally has had a particular affinity for medicinal herbs and supports the movement to grow Chinese herbs organically in the United States. In 2016, she joined the board of the High Falls Foundation, which promotes this effort. In 2009, she began to deepen her understanding of herbal medicine by delving into the texts from the Han Dynasty. These books form the basis for most modern herb prescriptions. This greatly enhanced her practice of herbal medicine. Sally has continued to study with Dr. Feng Shilun, Nadine Zak, and is now assisting in Sharon Weizenbaum's graduate mentorship program and teaching and mentoring practitioners online. In addition, in 2016, Sally launched the Shenong Society, a professional organization for East Asian medicine practitioners. The Shenong Society has an annual conference every spring in New York City, which is also live streamed. Welcome, Sally. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, thank you for being here. So, given your background, is your acupuncture practice focused on treating women's issues? It is in some ways, but I really think of myself as focusing on being an herbalist and herbal medicine,、uh, internal medicine, really. But I do a lot of women's health. I know we mentioned a couple of teachers, but what teachers or treatments have really inspired you? Well, I think in the last several years, my focus has been on the classics, and Sharon Weisenbaum is just an amazing teacher of the classics. She also is an incredible teacher of diagnostics, really learning how to diagnose well, clearly complicated cases, and. One can come from studying with her and feeling just so much more confident with herbal medicine. And so, you know, obviously your practice is very focused on herbs. How critical do you think that herbs are for a Chinese medicine practice? Well, I think particularly with women's health and with many other internal medicine conditions, herbs are absolutely integral. You can do so much more. Since women's health is so focused on both qi and blood, of course, and yin and yang, but、um, the blood is such an essential component because of this menstrual cycle, that、uh, herbs are just so effective at nourishing the blood, at moving the blood, that it's it's just essential. I also think because of the way we tend to practice in the U.S., where we see patients mostly once a week. 
if they're taking herbs in between, it gives them so uh, much more support. And there's been a big movement lately uh, away from using raw herbs towards using extract powders or tea pills and tablets. What's your take on this? Well, I do use uh, powders, granules in my clinic. Part of that is because I practice in New York City and space is at such a premium and right. overhead rent is um, very high. So it just enables me to have a larger pharmacy and keep it up and, I, and the convenience for my patients. And mm -hmm. I just feel like Powders and granules are really helpful in all those ways. In my dream practice, I would have a wonderful herb pharmacy in my office, raw herb pharmacy, and use that and have powder and all of that, but it is more difficult. Do you feel like you're getting good results with extract powders and granules? Comparable to raw herbs? I do feel like I get very good results. Nice. I really do. Yeah, I think there's been a lot of increases in, in uh, extract powder technology. So, um, And then you started the Shen Nong Society. Uh, what inspired you to do that? And can you tell us a little bit about its mission? Well, I think what I was aware that the schools were kind of veering away from herbs but that there was a, a large cadre of people who were seriously devoted to herbal medicine mm -hmm. and that we didn't have a voice and we didn't have a way to just get together just to talk about herbs. And what I initially what I wanted to do was just plan a conference to get people together to spread the word about the sustainable growth of herbs of East Asian herbs in the US and to get people together who wanted to talk about classical formulas and herbs in general. And then as I did more research and talked to more people, it became really clear that herbal medicine is kind of a sidebar in the larger scope of our profession. There are a few herb committees in the professional organizations but they don't necessarily have a mandate to get information out to practitioners. And so it felt really essential to have an organization behind the conference that would help to get information out to people, to practitioners, and somewhat to the public as well. But we're really focused on practitioners. That was really my motivation. And it also became clear to me that it was really important to embrace, although my focus tends to be on classical formulas, to embrace TCM practitioners, to embrace everyone who's mm -hmm. practicing East Asian herbal medicine. And uh, what's your view on how to define quality in herbs? Like, do you feel like it's more, when you're talking about using herbs in classical formulas or TCM formulas, is it more the Shen or the chemical profile? I definitely am much more focused on the shen of the herbs rather than the chemical profile that information can be useful in some cases but particularly if you're practicing classical herbs or more traditional formulas 
the way the herbs work together in those terms is much more essential. The shen of the herbs is much more essential than the chemical profiles. You know, there's occasionally, there are herbs that I know that have been studied and I will incorporate them into a formula or for a particular patient with a particular condition, but I really do that very rarely. And I find my formulas are very effective. So it's, it's not essential to focus on the biochemical properties at all. What advice would you give to new practitioners or maybe practitioners who aren't practicing Chinese herbal medicine that much and are interested in getting into herbs? What kind of advice would you give to them? Well, I, I really think that you have to study. You have to find teachers to study with. Start, start exploring different classes on herbal medicine. The Shenong Society also is is going to be starting, uh, we're about to launch a mentorship program. So some practitioners who've been practicing for a long time will offer mentoring to people who are interested. You can present cases, you can request, can we talk about this list of formulas? You can, uh, but primarily the focus will probably be on cases, bringing cases to senior practitioners who can help you go through them. Wow, that sounds like a really great thing. I wish I'd had that when I came out of school. So in your interview with Geological, uh, we discovered that the primary partners in the Shenong Society are all women. Was that intentional? And what quality does that women's leadership give to the organization? Well, I think that's multifaceted. In one aspect, Marnie and Caroline and I have known each other for many, many years. So I know that they're both incredibly good at getting things done and but another aspect is that I think women are really good at getting things done so I feel like that's it's just so helpful when you're running an organization to have a group of people who are very systematic and organized and uh, but there is also another aspect where I think that there, our profession is mostly women, and the leadership of our profession is has been mostly men. Mm -hmm. And I do think that it's really important to bring some change in that aspect. We do try very hard to have women speakers at all of our conferences, women and men, but because so many of the teachers are men in our profession and so, many, so much of the leadership, I just am incredibly supportive of encouraging women to take on more leadership roles. And it, I think it partly motivated me. Well, thank you. Thank you very much, Sally, for coming here. And it was great talking with you. It was great to finally meet you in almost in person, in virtual person. Thank you for tuning into this interview with Sally Rappaport from our 2019 series on women's voices in traditional Chinese medicine. To watch the original recorded video, you can click the link in the episode description. And please subscribe to the show. It's a great way to show your support and to hear when our next episode comes out. 
In our upcoming episode, Yvonne Lau, the president of Mayway Herbs, will be talking about dietary therapy and the profound connection between food and medicine in culinary herbalism. Yvonne also goes over some food herbs you can easily incorporate into your diet. Until then, take good care of yourself and your patients. Chinese medicine matters, and so do you. Hi everyone, Lauren here again, wishing you a happy and healthy May. As many of you know, Chinese Medicine Matters is the podcast of Mayway Herbs, a TCM online store and dispensary where practitioners can ship directly to their patients. This month on Chinese Medicine Matters, we're focusing on women's health. We'll explore a wide array of topics related to women's health at different stages of life. So stay tuned for informative episodes you won't want to miss. And we're excited to offer a special discount on our Women's Health Formulas category the entire month of May. Practitioners use code WOMEN24 at checkout on mayway.com to receive a 15% discount. And remember to sign up for the Mayway Herbs newsletter for exclusive content and ongoing promotions. The episode description includes a link to sign up. And thanks again for tuning in and supporting Real Chinese Medicine.